702 Weekend Breakfast Congratulations are in order for Anna Trapido who won yourself um, Was it a category in Indigenous Foods, Anna? Hi Hello, hello Yes, I, I'm sitting in my bed wearing my tiara and thatch <laughs> Oh wow but, um, <laughs> I'm not really, I promise There were no tiaras issued I was very disappointed um, no, it was the um, the food. I'm not sure if you say food XX or food double X awards um, for women in food. Um, and Mpochikudu and I, we won in the heritage category. So we are the heritage princesses. So, so I was just wondering. You know, I'd love to hear your take on this one. The the woman element in this uh, in this awards ceremony. How necessary is that? You know. I mean, the world is a very unfair place mm-hmm. and kitchens are probably more unfair than the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, so the politics of race and class and gender are, are obviously an issue so that women ha- have previously been excluded from a lot of awards. You know, if you look at the kind of big eat out awards, for instance, you know, yep. every year it's, it's essentially, you know, I mean, in all honesty, that 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 they give all the prizes to white boys from Cape Town. So it's not only um, about gender and race, it's also about region. Um, and so, um, and that's not, doesn't mean that they're the only, you know, those white boys from Cape Town do some fantastic things, but they're not, they're not the only people doing fantastic things. Um, so I think there is a place for women and food awards that, um, you know, you want to be careful of tokenism. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want just a little pat on the head. And I also think you want to be careful of just becoming the kind of, you know, a, a place where where middle class get to go, class girls get together and give each other tiaras. You know, that, that um, you want to say, where are the farm worker women? Where are the women in unions around food? Where is government um, around food and women? Um, but I do think it's a start. So, um, and it's always lovely to win a prize. So I don't want to sound <laughs> ungracious. Um, but this was an award that celebrated women in the food and drinks industry, that it did try and be quite sort of broad in its scope. So there were farmers and food stylists mm. and bloggers and chefs and oh, women that make gin and all of those sorts of things. So, yeah, it was a no, nice it, it looked lovely. I I thought many. I thought your winners were very credible people. I thought they were really well selected. But once again, Cape Town dominating the awards. Well, you know the thing about award ceremonies and judges is that quite often, you know, that you give prizes to the people you know, mm. and it doesn't mean those people aren't people Great. doing good mm. things. Mm. Um, it just means they're not the only people doing good mm. things. Um, and the Cape Town winners who won are fantastic. That I absolutely, uh, you know, Karen Dudley, who won mm. the category of Chef of the Year. Yes. That, um, you know, she won the Kitchen Award. She is magnificent. That yeah. she is the woman who she, she, you probably know her as the one that Michelle Obama went to her restaurant when she came to town and she created this delicious thing called the love sandwich. And, you know, Karen 
I think, unlike a lot of the chefs in Cape Town, really reflects the terroir of Cape Town. Mm. You, you get a real sense, and not in a kind of Afro real people mm-hmm. sort of fake way. Mm. You get a sense of I understand this landscape and this history and these people mm. through the kinds of tastes that she produces. I That's think she's true. enormously clever. Yep. And you know, in a town where I think there's quite a lot of derivative work, mm. you know, mm. Karen Dudley is a is a real original, and she often gets patronized you know often people say mm. you know oh lovely little cafe and you mm. think, no, no, this is a really she's saying really profound things about the nature of cape town mm. um in the way that she cooks and everything she cooks is delicious and so yeah exactly that the sommelier um was a girl um who comes from the potluck club um who uh, i don't know her work at all that she's got a sort of her name is goslia Zilinska, um, and I'm sure she's magnificent. Um, yeah, well, the Potluck you know, Club is great. Yeah. Is very smart yeah. and, you know, very glam, and I'm sure she really knows her stuff. But mm. Lucy Beard, mm. um, who won in the alcohol category, uh, makes craft gin um, and is seriously special. And again, is Cape Town, but, you know, it's, it's jolly nice gin. Um but I thought, and this is one where, where we score, I mean, if we're playing sort of like um, regional politics, is that the woman that I thought was most magnificent is a woman called Mokhadi Mabela, mm-hmm. um, who I'd never met before. And, and for me, you know, it was, I, I'm glad I went to the award ceremony just because I met mm. her. She has a company called Native Norton, and she is a third generation beekeeper from Limpopo. And so she produces, she harvests honey in Limpopo and Gauteng. And A, her stuff is just delicious, but it's also enormously healthy. And it's a really exciting small business. So um, I thought the farming award person was, was really interesting. And then there was us. So Mpokudu, who is a dietitian, and I won uh, in the heritage category. We've written a book called Eat Ting, um, which is essentially about African superfoods. Um, so indigenous ingredients and how they can make you live forever and be enormously healthy while you do it. Um, and then, you know, Jackie Cameron won <clears throat> as the food educator. And I think the prize that people were most happy about <laughs> was there was a food icon category. Um, and shame, I came on the plane with Doris Itola and she kept saying, I'm never going to win. And I said, Doris, don't be ridiculous. Of course you're going to win. But who else would they give the prize to? You know, you are the ultimate food icon. Mm-hmm. But she was enormously surprised and, and she cried when she won. Oh. So Doris Itola won food icon. And I think that is enormously well-deserved that she, you know, for a long time, she was the only person mm-hmm. who was really interested in African and South African mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. in the food magazine space. Mm-hmm. Um, and she makes it look so sort of graceful easy. and easy, but I easy. suspect it was yes. rather difficult and, you know, that she fought for every step. So I think Doris Itole as the food icon winner is just you know, she should have had a tiara or a crown. Um, yeah, we, she, yeah. She, she should have got the diamond back from the queen. She should have, she should have, but, but, and, a, and a sash and all of that, because <laughs> she, she really is. I think, for instance, that book that she wrote on African food, Ka- that Cape, Cape to Cairo, Cairo mm-hmm. is 
so, again, people sort of say, oh, Dora, a lovely little book. Mm. You know, that is a completely path-breaking book mm. that mm. was written, I mean, that book was published in 1994. It was a long time ago, yeah. It still, it completely stands the test of time. It's still one of the best African food books there are. Um, really fantastic, thoughtful, interesting woman in food. And I can't think of a more deserving winner. Yeah, but we do a very bad job of celebrating uh, iconic people like her. Hey, I mean, uh, this, you know, this will come and go. And that's kind of like it. Hey, Anna, I mean, well, in general, we don't as society recognize food, the culinary arts as an art form. Mm. So, you know, in France, you know, they give awards to ballet dancers and sculptors and chefs. Mm. Um, but South Africa, you know, we have all sorts of awards that are aimed at artists. And I, I understand that there aren't enough of them and that um, even the people in theatre and other forms of culture feel that they don't get recognised enough. But we absolutely never say Cass Abrams, Dora Sitole, Renata Kutsia. You know, these are great cultural icons who have really changed the way we think about ourselves. Um, that, that we ought to be recognizing that people, in, that food is everybody's favorite and most consistent um, engagement with the world of the arts. I'll tell you what um, worries me about this, Anna, and you, you must have seen this many, many times, where oftentimes you have an icon like her and others. I think it is, um, no, Mana, her name escapes me, uh, the lady that used to cook for Madiba, who, when you Polly. do. Yes, Polly yes Polly, exactly. That when you do reach out for whatever reason you would reach out for and need them, suddenly you'll hear. I'm no longer in the food industry because it lets them down so yeah. much. Yeah. No, and I think that's actually especially true of Polisoa, who is an absolute national treasure mm. and cooks. In a, again, people say, oh, mm. made stew for Madiba. You know, actually, she is an expert in the kind of great ancient food genre of the Eastern Cape. Mm. And yet... You know, we sort of treat her like a, a nice little lady. That, She's treated like again, just a little cook. Yeah, that's how we frankly, say it. They say just at a little cook. At the end of the month, mm. Oliswa is going home to Queenstown. She's no longer yeah. employed mm-hmm. within the government sector. So oh gosh, I completely yeah. agree that, you know, complete national treasure. And we ought to be no, engaging yeah. with these people as very significant um, holders of of national culture, that food tells us we are what we eat. And on a range of levels and with a range of people, we haven't recognized that there are some astonishing people. And often the women are very um, celebrated in that space, you know, that, that, that it's very easy to have a, an award ceremony where it's entirely big restaurants that get represented. Um, and that's not the only way of engaging with the culinary arts. Sure, Anna, that's just made me very sad. It was it was about two years ago. No, well, really, it was about two years ago when, when I reached out to her and she said, no, I'm no longer interested in, in the cooking industry. And to hear that um, what she thought was just going to be, well, just to kind of, you know, keep herself going, that, that also has come to an end because she's not doing mm. what she's, she's supposed to be doing. And what she loves That's it. and what she is astonishingly good at, you know, that, that really that there is a whole depth of 
historical, cultural memory there. We're um, very bad. That's yeah. being, yeah. So with a range of people, that, that's sort of the point that I'm making about that I think the Women in Food Awards is a lovely thing. I mm. think the people that they did um, celebrate are fantastic people. I think there's space for more different, more depth in the same genre. Um, because, you know, food is everybody's favorite form of material culture. It's the only one that we all do. So it, it is the one that's most immediate, other than fashion. You know, people, in that same way that people eat every day, people wear clothes every day. And those are kind of cultural forms that we all engage with. And, and somehow, as a result, we don't celebrate. But it's it's absurd, Anna, that the only time I hear you really being celebrated, and I'm going to single you out, uh, I'm going to single Polisa's, Mum Dora as well, that it's when you're invited miles and miles away, where people recognize your value and your contribution to this culture, to our history, to our, I mean, our fabric. And in reality, when you come back home, well, kind of, you know, it's it's not quite working out. Well... I think on the whole, we're kind of okay and we poodle along, but you're right that um, I think that this is an, a valid way of engaging with the arts and it doesn't get recognized. And that probably is to a large extent that um, it's predominantly women and it's predominantly black working class women um, who work in this space. Sure. Okay. A conversation maybe a bit more pleasant next week. Thanks very much. And listen, <laughs> congratulations, Anna, really. And uh, to oh, well, you and Empoy as well. It, was, it is a fantastic book, really. It is a fantastic book. And congratulations to all the winners, uh, which well, many I again, really adore. It is a lovely book. and But, you know, it's not a book that people buy in huge amounts. So if people mm. value mm-hmm. food heritage and mm-hmm. African superfoods, they, they really need to go and buy it because Mm -hmm. you know frankly what people do is they go to the shop and they buy books on Tuscany Mm -hmm. Um, and that's black people and white people but South Africans in general are not desperately interested in their food heritage Um, and that's the thing we need to change that you know if we want Dora Sitole to be a a national icon um, we need to buy her book. Anna Trapido, our food contributor there, and she is the author of Eat Ding. It really is a fantastic book alongside Mpotsukudu, and they won the uh, Heritage Awards at the Women in Food Awards. It's the very first one. It happened in Cape Town, and lots of iconic people as well that I really think really deserved their recognition also won. And uh, that's going to be a conversation that's available on a podcast.